Many primary care providers who aren't familiar with the most current gold recommendations may be using outdated methods that may introduce unnecessary risks to their patients. Welcome to this episode of COPD On Air, a podcast exploring current treatment recommendations and topics related to chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, or COPD, with expert guests. This podcast is intended for U.S. healthcare professionals only and is sponsored by Synovian Pharmaceuticals Incorporated. I'm your host, Barry Price. Today I have with me Dr. Newman and Dr. Robinson. Can you share a little bit about yourselves? My name is Dr. Larry Newman. I'm the medical director of Urgent Medical Care, a chain of ambulatory care facilities in New York City. I've been medical director for 15 years, and I see about 60 patients with COPD every month. I'm Dr. Keith Robinson. I'm the medical director of Transformative Health Solutions, a pulmonary rehabilitation center in South Florida. I have over 17 years of clinical experience, and in my prior practice, had over 1,800 active patients, of which 70% were COPD patients. Welcome. Today we discuss the Gold Annual Report to provide a fundamental background of the recommendations, how it guides treatment decisions, and why it's important for any physician who treats COPD. Before we get started, I'd like to remind listeners that anything the guests share on the show is considered their own expert opinion or anecdotal experience and is not intended to supersede medical guidelines or your own clinical judgment. Dr. Newman, what is GOLD exactly? The Global Initiative for Chronic Obstructive Lung Disease, or GOLD, works with healthcare providers and public health officials to publish widely accepted strategies for the diagnosis, management, and prevention of COPD in an annual report. GOLD provides objective criteria to assess a patient's COPD severity, separating patients into four categories, A, B, C, and D. A would represent more of a mild case, whereas B would be more moderate, C would be severe, and D would be very severe, dependent on various factors. The GOLD also provides algorithms for treating patients based on those criteria and suggests the standard of care for each group. Is the GOLD report important for PCPs or a strategy document that's more appropriate for specialists, like pulmonologists? As a primary care physician who frequently treats COPD, I see being familiar with the latest GOLD report as critical to my ability to treat effectively. It's an important tool in any physician's armament. Because primary care physicians are often the first-time prescribers for newly diagnosed patients, Gold helps identify which treatments are the most appropriate after you assess the patient. It's a very strong starting point. I completely agree. I think it's important for primary care providers to stay up to date, and the gold guidelines for the past 18 years have established the standard of care and makes recommendations based on the latest research and clinical trial data. Many primary care providers who aren't familiar with the most current gold recommendations may be using outdated methods that may introduce unnecessary risks to their patients. What have changed over the last few years? Are there any key takeaways in your opinion? The ABCD assessment tool is only about 10 years old. 
It provides pharmacological recommendations based on disease severity. Within the last couple of years, Gold clarified that the ABCD tool is considered only at initial assessment with treatment recommendations. Any changes to treatment during follow-up assessments can follow two specific algorithms determined by the change in the severity of the patient's dyspnea and or increased risk of exacerbations. This gives the physician more flexibility in terms of coming up with a specific regimen individualized for that patient. If the patient's problem is more of a shortness of breath problem, we follow one algorithm. If the patient's problem is that they're getting too many exacerbations, we can follow a different algorithm. This really helps to optimize treatment initiation and escalation. Another key important shift in the GOLD criteria has been the use of long-acting muscarinic antagonists, or LAMAs. They've become the foundation for maintenance therapies in patients with COPD who fall between groups B and D in severity. You should start a maintenance therapy with a LAMA and Gold consistently recommends the use of a LAMA in your maintenance regimen. Gold does not endorse any specific treatment. Selection is based on one's own clinical judgment and assessment of the patient. Dr. Robinson, how does this change things for patients who, let's say, have been on a long-acting beta-agonist inhaled corticosteroid therapy combination for years? Well, I've noticed over the past 15 years that the treatment paradigm for patients with COPD has shifted from using agents with an inhaled corticosteroid to using primarily long-acting muscarinic antagonists or LAMAs, and this is primarily due to the increased risk of pneumonia that we can see in some patients who use the inhaled corticosteroid. And so I think this has led the community to reassess the treatment paradigm and change the approach to how we would manage folks with COPD. Due to the shift, Gold has added steps in the algorithm to provide information to help identify which patients should or which patients should not be using a combination therapy that includes an inhaled corticosteroid. Dr. Newman, have the goals of treating COPD changed at all? The goal of treating COPD is to see improvement of COPD symptoms, like a reduction of dyspnea and frequency of exacerbations. The goal of treating COPD is to see an improvement in health-related quality of life and exercise tolerance. Today, we utilize questionnaires to quantify the quality of life of our patients. For example, the St. George Respiratory Questionnaire, which has 76 different questions focused on physical activity, social engagement, and level of symptoms. The SGRQ provides us with a much more accurate means of evaluating and treating our patients. According to GOLD, randomized trials have not identified superiority of one device or formulation in reaching its goals. We just had a foundational discussion about GOLD, but now I'd like to shift the focus and talk about Lonhala Magnair glycopyrrolate inhalation solution and where it fits in the context of gold treatment recommendations. Lonhala Magnair is a prescription maintenance medication used twice a day for COPD, including chronic bronchitis, emphysema, or both. Lonhala Magnair is contraindicated in patients with a hypersensitivity to glycopyrrolate or to any of the ingredients. Lonhala Magnair should not be initiated in patients with acutely deteriorating or potentially life-threatening episodes of COPD or used as a rescue therapy for acute episodes of bronchospasm. Acute symptoms should be treated with an inhaled short-acting beta-2 agonist. Dr. Newman and Dr. Robinson, are you familiar with Lonhala Magnair? Yes, I have extensive experience utilizing the product for several years now. 
I also have had opportunity to use Lanhala Magnair in my patients that come for pulmonary rehabilitation. Dr. Newman, can you tell me what makes Lanhala Magnair different from handheld inhalers and traditional jet nebulizers? I like the features Lanhala Magnair offers. The Magnair device produces a fine aerosol mist that is administered by breathing naturally through the mouthpiece. Administration takes two to three minutes, twice daily, with proper assembly and cleaning. It's important to maintain the system, otherwise administration time could take longer. I like that Lanhala Magnair has audiovisual feedback mechanisms, such as a green light and two beeps, that let my patients know when the administration cycle is complete. The Magnair device is a closed system that only uses Lanhala vials. What do your patients say about Lanhala Magnair when you follow up with them about their experience using it? They're typically pleasantly surprised by it. They like that the device is portable and discreet. It's quiet, making no noticeable noise during administration. It weighs about 10 ounces, which is less than a can of soda, and it can be battery-operated or plugged in. My patients can take it with them on the go, and it even comes with a compact carrying case. Dr. Robinson, in your opinion, where does Lonhala Magnair fit in the context of the gold treatment recommendations? Which patients is it most appropriate for? Well, I always try to make sure that I'm keeping my patients within the gold criteria recommendations, and the use of a LAMA uh, should be foundational therapy in patients with COPD. Lanhala Magnair is an appropriate therapy for patients with low inspiratory flow rates or in some patients who have arthritic conditions making coordination a challenge. So these patients may be highly symptomatic, and the ability to provide them a LAMA and keep them within the gold criteria as part of their current treatment is important. As with any device, caregiver assistance may be required depending on patient abilities. And so in pulmonary rehabilitation, we always encourage our patients to remain active, uh, to remain independent, and to travel. So the fact that Lanhala Magnair offers foundational LAMA therapy, uh, comes in a portable device, and has a short inhalation time of two to three minutes, again, addresses these concerns and treatment goals for my patient. Gold does not endorse any specific treatment, Selection is based on one's own clinical judgment and assessment of the patient. That's all the time we have for this episode. Dr. Newman and Dr. Robinson, thank you for your time today. I enjoyed this insightful dive into the gold recommendations. Individual results with Lanhala Magnair may vary. Thank you for listening to this episode of COPD On Air. For more information about Lanhala Magnar and topics discussed, visit synovianprofile.com and click on Lanhala Magnar. You can also follow the link located in the show notes of this episode. Lanhala Magnar is a prescription anticholinergic medicine used long-term and twice each day, morning and evening, to improve symptoms of chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, COPD, in adults with COPD. COPD is a long-term chronic lung disease that includes chronic bronchitis, emphysema, or both. Lanhala Magnair should not be used as a rescue medicine. Lanhala Magnair can cause serious side effects, including sudden shortness of breath immediately after use, which may be life-threatening, serious allergic reactions, new or worsened eye problems, including acute narrow-angle glaucoma, new or worsened problems emptying your bladder, urinary retention. This summary does not include all information about Lanhala Magnair. 
the full important safety information is located in the show notes of this episode with accompanying links to the full prescribing information and patient information for Lonhala Magnair. For additional information about the articles and resources referenced during this episode, please see the list of references in the show notes.